0: Uh, I want to say how much of that I do appreciate your prayers over the weekend. Uh, I believe it's in my 51 years, that was the hardest assignment that the Lord has ever given me. But I want to go on record of saying God is good all the time. And his, uh, He is faithful, and I do appreciate the opportunity that He gave me. Um, and thank you for your prayers. Thank you so much. If you have your Bible, I'd like for you to turn with me to Psalm 91, and then we're going to deal with just um, uh, a thought, our will and God's will. Psalm 91, but while you're turning, let me just say a book. Uh, Pastor and I have come upon this book. If you don't have this book, it's in the bookstore, uh, Faith Undone, and it talks about uh, the end time church and how that the church is going to um, social win people by a social a social gospel, and it's a new reformation, and it deals with the purpose driven ecumenism, part of the emerging church, the new reformation, uh, the um, emerging church, uh, uh, and a road to Rome, and I was so excited I couldn't put it down. My wife picked it up, she read it, she couldn't put it down. And uh, I sent one to Dr. Bob III, sent one to Stephen, and sent one to the head of the, uh, the uh, uh, seminary. Um, and, uh, and then I found out a pastor had uh, sent several out to pastors. So get that book. Uh, it's, uh, you need to get that book. It would be a great uh, encouragement, uh, enlightenment to it. You won't be able to put it down. I promise you so much. Father, speak to our hearts through thy word. Thy word is truth. And Lord, we do pray that you will help us. Uh, to submit our will to thy will. And uh, Lord, knowing the good and acceptable and perfect will of God is where the uh, peace and the victory is won. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Uh, In Psalm 91, I spoke last Sunday, uh, last Wednesday night on Psalm 91, and I have spent months in the Psalm. I'm still in the Psalm. And um, uh, the pastor called me the other morning at about 5.30. He knew I would be uh, up, and he called me. And uh, we uh, had prayer. But I was in Psalm, and I just just prayed for him. And I I had read Psalm 91. And Psalm 91 says, and I gave you the outline last week about uh, the challenge. The Holy Spirit, I think, is challenging us in verse 1. And then the commitment is in verse 2. Uh, after he challenges us, he that dwell, And it's a conditional. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And then the commitment is in verse 2. I will, there's the will, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust the will of man. Someone has said whenever uh, the greatest struggle in life is a struggle of the will. The greatest crisis in life is the struggle of the will. And whenever our will lines up with God's will, all is won, all is done. The good and acceptable and perfect will is where the victory is and the will of God. You notice after in Psalm 91, uh, the, uh, then the psalmist cries out, I will do that, I will, I will, I will. I will say of the Lord, and I will trust him. But then there's no more I wills until we get to the last three verses, and then God says, if you will, I will. Look what God says. Because he hath set his love upon me. Now God's speaking. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He hath called upon me, and I will. Look at the I wills. Look at the sovereign God. I will. God said, if you will, I will. God wants to send revival individually to you a whole lot worse than you want it. God wants to send revival to our families a whole lot worse than our family wants it. God wants to send revival to this church a whole lot worse than our church wants it. He wants to send revival. He said, I will, if you will. I will. Notice, I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He hath called me, called upon me, and I will. I will. There's 16 personal uh, pronouns, There, 22 personal pronouns in the last three verses. I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. This is God speaking. This is a sovereign God. Notice, I will deliver him and honor him, and with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. So, our will lining up with God's will. God's will and our will, that's where the victory is won. And I want to speak to you. Uh, turn over to Psalm 46 uh, and for just a moment, and let's look at the, the, the I will and God's will. Notice in this Psalm 46, and of course I'm sure you're... And I like to read the background. If I can get the background of a psalm, I can get the meaning of the psalm. Now, there's many opinions about Psalm 46. But I want you to notice the word I will. Therefore, will not I, verse uh, in verse two. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Now, wait a minute. We stop and we thought, well, there's trouble. So what was the background of this? The opinion is uh, many and various uh, sundry opinions, and I've read them, uh, tried to read them all. Uh, Some say that they're celebrating the return uh, from Babylonian captivity. Some of the commentators says that this is a a mighty, uh, a a great earthquake and shoved down mountains and pushed out to uh, cause rivers to run and make great chasms and so forth. And, um, uh, but, but, uh, I believe it was uh, Sennacherib and the Assyrian army coming down uh, and co- coming down and uh, through uh, uh, Syria and Israel and uh, to the south to Judah, and that was really a scorched earth policy as uh, a Sennacherib came and burned the barley fields and and left uh, everything dead with carcasses lying uh, dead everywhere and the, for the buzzards and the birds uh, and marched right up to the gates of the Jerusalem and um, uh, the battle plan was revealed as I when I was in student uh, a student um, uh, in school i was taught that lord baron had caught the beat and the march of this event and he said and the Assyrians came down like the wolf on the, on the foal, and his cohorts were gleaming in purple and gold, and the sheen of their spears was like the stars on the sea. When the blue waves rolled nightly on deep Galilee, what had happened is the Hezekiah thought he had bought off Sennacherib. He thought that he had bought him off, and and uh, uh, but Sennacherib came back and sent a messenger back and made all these demands that what he was going to do to the uh, city of Jerusalem and really made fun of... Uh, God, Sennacherib, uh, made, uh, the messenger, made fun of uh, uh, Hezekiah and the king and God and what all he was going to do to destroy the city and uh, so forth. And what did Hezekiah do? If you'll read Second, uh, Second uh, Kings, in Second Kings chapter 19, verse 14, the Bible says he spread the letter out before the Lord. As he spread the letter out before the Lord, the Lord answered him and said... And God said, I will save this city. He will not as much shoot an arrow into this city. God answered Sennacherib's prayer. And that night, you know the story, one angel and 175,000 dead Assyrians, and there was not an arrow shot in the city. God said, I will, if you will. Let's look in Psalm 46 now with that in mind. In Psalm 46, and this, this psalm uh, is beautiful uh, in the way that it, it outlines itself. It, if uh, you're a preacher boy, it's a good outline, and it, it outlines itself. And most Scripture does that. Um, it's divided into three parts if you read those, and uh, where it, it divides itself is Selah. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof? Selah. Think of that. Meditate upon that. What about that? Selah, that's what the word means. Meditate. If you think of that, think about that. Then look at the second uh, part. There is a river. The streams thereof will make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. God will help her, and that right early. And the heathen raged, and the kingdoms were moved. And he uttered his voice, and the earth melted. And the Lord of hosts is with us, and the God of Jacob is our refuge. Think of that, Selah. You think of that. Meditate upon that. Stop and think of that. Then look at the third part. Come, behold, the works of the Lord. What desolation he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the ends of the earth. He breaketh the bow. And cutteth the spear asunder, he burneth the chariots in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. Now here God says, I will. The psalmist said, back in verse 2, There will not we fear. We will not fear. And God said, Be still and know that I am God. I will exalt. I will be exalted among the heathen. And here it is again. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us, and the God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. Think of that. Now let's look at these three parts for just a few moments, and I'll give you just a, just a few moments. And I wish you just had time to study the meaning of the words of God the Word, God, Lord, Almighty, Lord of hosts, and so forth. I wish you'd just take time to study those in this psalm. i love to do that. But notice the first part, the first division of this uh, outline. I will not fear, verses 1, 2, 3, because I have a refuge. Notice what he says. God is our refuge. Let's stop for just a moment. God Elohim, our creator. It's our creator. Not the great walls of the city of Jerusalem, but our creator, Elohim. And notice it is personal. There's three things about this. And when your will lines up with God's will, there's three things about the refuge of our God. He's our protection. He is personal. God is personal our. Put it right here. God is our refuge. He's our refuge. He's our protector. Um, in in uh, He's uh, our strength. Elohim, the creator, is our protector. The mighty God of creation is our protection. Now, the Hezekiah and the uh, God, God's people sang that. A very present help in trouble. When you're in trouble, not only is, he, is this, I will not fear because I have a refuge, because it's personal, I can make it personal. Then secondly, he's powerful in trouble. I looked up that word trouble, and you know what it means? It means a tight place. <laughs> have you ever been in a tight, you ever been hemmed in and you didn't know what, what to do. You are in a tight place. And the circumstances and situations, uh, was uh, you just uh, were at which corner? You were at which end. You were in a tight place. You were hemmed in. Hemmed in. But not only are you hemmed in, you are in him. That makes the difference. So we are uh, complete in him. And we, his power is at our disposal. Trouble. So this refuge, I will not fear because I have a refuge. Because he is personal, he's my God. Then it's powerful, when I'm in trouble in a tight place. But then notice it's a refuge. It's, there's a permanency in verses 2 and 3. Therefore, because I am in him... And he's my refuge. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, and though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, and though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof? He said, I will not fear because I have a refuge. The refuge, the word earth really means land. He said, if this land is taken away from I'm not going to fear. I'm going to trust our refuge. I'm going to trust our God. And uh, never fear. Our refuge is our God. Neither nature nor trouble nor national disaster can touch us. We, uh, Our God is our protector. Now, uh, my, my, my bride... Fifty-five years ago, gave me that ring, and let me show you what I mean by that. Let's let uh, that ring represent um, a redeemed child of God. That's redeemed child of God. Then I tell you what. Let's do. Let's let this handkerchief represent our refuge, our the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Here I am. Let's let this hand represent. God the Father, God the Son, and I'm sealed with the Holy Spirit. I'm in a refuge. Now, nothing, no one, nobody, can get to me. unless, first of all, they got to annihilate the Holy Spirit dethrone God, and get under the blood of Calvary, and if the devil ever does that, he'd be a saved devil. I mean, listen, there's no way that anyone can ever uh, harm a child of God. No matter what the circumstances, what the situations may be, uh, he's our refuge. So I will not fear because I have a refuge. Thank the Lord. Amen. All right, you can say amen. Now, secondly, Selah, what do you think of that? We will not fear because we have a refuge. God is our protector. Then verses 4 uh, through 7, 4 through 7, look at it. Look what it says. There is a river and the streams thereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the most high. God is in the midst of her. Where? She shall not be moved. God, God's in the midst of her. God will help her. And that right early, the heathen rage in the kingdoms were moved, and he, that's God, uttered his word, his voice, and the earth melted. And the Lord of hosts, all of the The uh, the Lord that is in charge of all of the uh, military host of heaven is with us. God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah, think of that. Think of that. I will not, I will not fear. I will not faint because I have a river. I wish I had time to go over the names of God one at a time. But let's, let's look at the word river. This is not a creek. That's not a little stream. But uh, it's a, a river. And history tells us that after the defeat of the Assyrian army, that Hezekiah took the high river of the Gion River, And I believe it was a a, a, a thousand seven hundred uh, and some feet through solid rock, uh, brought the uh, hewed out a conduit and brought down deep into the city walls of Jerusalem. uh, That river, in the midst of that river, and God has fresh water. He has a fresh river. A stream of living water for those who will not faint. Whenever you feel faint, what do you want to do? You want to wash your face. You want a fresh view. You want a refreshing before the Lord. And I will not faint because I have a river. Notice two things quickly. Uh, This marvelous, is a marvelous river. It's in the midst of her. Notice it says, the river, the streams thereof shall be glad. The city of God. And I think that is a picture of the salvation and the joy of the Lord and the city of God and the being redeemed. Uh, mysterious river, but no, uh, a marvelous river, but notice the mysterious resident in verse 5. God is in the midst of her. God is in the midst. And that's an interesting word, in the midst of her. If you would just stop for a few moments and think about Do a study on in the midst of, in the midst of. When Jesus was among all the scholars and the smart boys, he stood in the midst of them and opened the Word of God to them. In the midst of uh, the seven golden candlesticks stood our Lord. In the midst uh, of uh, after the resurrection... Uh, the doors were closed, and he was in the midst of them, in the midst of them. The Bible says we're two or three gathered together in my name. What? There am I in the midst of them. Faith Baptist Church, he's in the midst of us tonight. God wants to do something in our midst. He's here tonight. He's working. He's working in Faith Baptist Church. And oh, how my heart beats with anticipation and joy every morning whenever I pray for the deacons and the leadership and, and pray for the my, my pastor and pray for Dr. Benny, and uh, I pray. I know, God, God there's a, there is an inspection inside as I pray and ask God, Oh, God, search me and try me and see if there be any wicked way in my heart. Put your finger on it, Lord, and that you might lead me in the, the way everlasting. And God's wanting to do something. Look what he says in verse 6. And 7. The heathen raged, and the kingdoms were moved, and he uttered his voice, and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. Folks, the Lord of hosts is with us. Uh, th- uh, think of that. Why do you think about that? I will not faint because I have a river uh, that speaks of God's uh, presence. But then notice thirdly, I will not I will not faint because I have a river. And then I will not fret because I have a revelation. Look, it says in verse 8, Come, behold the works of the Lord and the desolation He has made in the earth. Look at God's handiwork. Look at God's work. Look at His creation and what God has done. He's in control. He makes wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaks the bow, cutteth the spear in asunder. He burneth the chariot in fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will exalt among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. My, look at that. The Lord of hosts is with us. Don't get discouraged. Don't get defeated. Do I understand everything? Do I know all about the situation? Of course not. Of course not. But I do know this. Our God is with us because he says he is with us think of that the devil like to go around and say boo and scare us scare us to death this speaks of god's providence he's in control uh, we can trust him uh, there's no god like our god deuteronomy 33 says there is none like unto the god of jeshurun that's god's pet he's talking about jerusalem jeshurun as God who rideth upon the heavens and helpeth His excellency on the sky. There's no God like our God. Trust Him. Trust, just depend on Him. Rely upon Him. John McCormick was telling me about how he was trying to, to uh, learn to fly a plane, and he said... He got up and he got himself his first uh, solo fight. And he said, as he had his first solo fight, the the plane started doing everything. He said, it would go into the nose dial, He'd pull up on it. It'd go straight up. It'd go sideways. He said, I was scared to death. And he said, finally, over my earphones, he said, the master uh, teacher, the pilot uh, instructor said, take your hands off the control and put it on automatic pilot. He said, man, you're going to take my hand off the control. What are you t- talking about? I'm a, hang- I'm a He said, take your hands off the, the control and put it on automatic path." He, he said, do He said, you know what happened? He said, that this plane just, just flew. He took his hands off of it and quit trying to control it. Take your hands off and put it on the automatic pilot, and let him control it. He's in control. He is in control. Be still. I looked up that phrase. That means take your hands off. That's really what it means. It means uh, it's it's, um, just trust me. Just rely upon me. The Lord, in verse 11, the Lord of hosts is with us. Folk, we cannot get discouraged. We cannot get our eyes on circumstances and situations. Just keep your eyes on the Lord. He is with us. All the heavenly angelic hosts is ready to rush to our aid. Think about it. One slave, one angel. God said, take care of that 175,000. I bet if old Snackerib knew that, he'd stay at home that day, don't you? <laughs> He'd kept his armor in the barracks. But God of Jacob is our refuge. That's what do you think of that? And look at this word know. It says, the, <laughs> Be silly and know. You can know it. How? By faith. Take God at His Word. No. Know. know that I am God. Understand me. Know me. I'm the foundation of power, of wisdom, of justice, of goodness, and truth. Notice, uh, note that verse 10, the the sovereign power of God. See that word G-O-D again. That's the Creator. That's Elohim. Uh, And I, I will, I will. Notice those two I wills. I will. Let me ask you a question. Now, you probably never had this happen to you, Pastor Tim. But when I was a little boy, I had nightmares. I mean, something was after me chasing me all the time. Did anybody ever was that just me or how many has, has happened to Horasia? Be honest about, it. yeah, you know I have. And I'll take you, I would scream and scream, and it's gonna, gonna get me, and he's gonna get me, and I'm gonna panic. I never will forget my blessed mother. I was going through that and she And she shook me. Shook me. Rod, rod, rod. Said, she said, look at me. Said, ah. She said, look here. Look at me. Come here. And she got down on her knees and said, look me, honey. Come here. And she pulled me right up in her bosom and said, it's all right. Look at, look at mama. Look at mommy. It's okay. I laid my head in her bosom, and such peace flooded my heart because she was taking care of me. She was in control. And then she would rock me a little bit and sing a little song. I'll teach us tasteless the hours. You've never heard that before. But she was And then she would take me and put me back to bed as I was asleep and tuck me in. Be still. Take your hands off of it. Don't panic. God is, no matter what the conditions are, what the situation, it's okay. My brother died without God as far as I know. That was the hardest funeral I've ever preached in my life. But you know something? I got in the motel and got alone with God. And here's what God gave me. He said, why should one hear twice before everyone has heard once? Pastor Tim, I preached to about 500 lost people. I gave them the plan of salvation. Probably the first time they've ever heard it. And then great big professional athletes and professional men stood by that. I stood in the receiving line. And I preached on, I have a brother born for adversity and a friend that loveth all times. And there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And I preached on my brother who was born for adversity. He always came to me when I was in trouble. And he helped me out. He was my big brother. But I said, I want you to know about my friend who sticks closer than a brother. He came to me when I was in real trouble. Do you know my friend? And every one of them I had an opportunity to say, You knew my brother. But did you know? Do you know my friend? Do you know my friend? Oh, God makes mistakes, folks. I don't understand. It's okay. It's okay. Look, I know. Here it is the Lord of hosts is with us and the God of Jacob is our refuge. Think of that. Selah. Think of that. I have what? Let me give give it to you again. I have I will fear no evil because I have a refuge. I will not faint because I have a river. I will not fret because I have a revelation. I know how it's going to turn out because the revelation that I have, I've read the last chapter, and I know how it's going to turn out. It's okay. Let's get our will lined up with his will. And if you'll read tonight's uh, uh, 2 Chronicles 7, 14, the I wills. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, I will. I will hear from heaven, and I will heal their land. I will, if my people will, I will. Our will, lining up with his will, is when the battle is won. Heavenly Father, help me and help this church to say it's okay. Lord, we don't understand so many that. We're not supposed to understand it. We